0: Shalom Wabrachah! We are up to you. Today's Dav B'Syat HaDashmai finishes the discussion of Levi's comment that there should be a 16th case in our Mishnah, the case of Imo'i Onus Aviv. And we have another two reasons why not. Then we try understanding why Rebbe was so shocked by even the proposition of that case. And we also discuss the Isser of a woman after Chalitza is done. What's her status? Does she become mutter or retract to her old status? Now yesterday we had Rav Chiyah who said. That I can make our Mishnah out to be that whatever is usher. In one case will be usher. Will be mutter in the other case and vice versa. We have two ways of, under- of understanding Rav Chia. Yehuda interpreted Rav Chiyah From the case in our mish- Mishnah of mother-in-law and on. But the first six cases. Where they are, they are direct relatives, it can't be that they each have different relations to the Yavam. Abaye said this could even be going on in a case of Bitoim Sasai. And he applies a Chiyah statement to the entire Mishnah. The only case that he gets stuck on is Eish's Achiv, Shalai Lamo'i. Because according to Shimon, we're going to wind up in a machlekas between him and their Abonan. Rav holds that if the brother is born after the yibum is done, so now when he's born, as far as he's concerned, this woman is not Zokuk to his brother; she is just his sister-in-law, already married, and there would be no issue there of doing yibum with her later. Rav Safra understands this in the third way. Even achesach of shloheh it would be okay. We're just going like Rav Shimon's shot. And he brings a simon of meis neilad ve'yabim meis and over here we're left with the kasha. Why was Rebbe so upset with the idea of adding in the case of onus aviv? Because we never engage in mechleksim. Sometimes we engage in in, in The Gemara says that Rebbe does not have to be going like these klales, these three opinions in Rvchia. And now we move on to the second answer. Why Rebbe did not want to add the case of Imay Anus Aviv. He says, really Rebbe does agree, maybe, with these. However, he was saying, if you plug this in to Ravchia, in a case of Imay Anusas Aviv, when the father was Ma'anes, his mother, that would not be able to apply to two separate brothers. You see, if Yaakov was Ma'anes, the Gemara uses the example of Yaakov, that's like our, you know, what we use as Ruvain. If Yaakov was Ma'anes, two sisters, then you can have a case of Yibum to a sister, but not a case of one brother being us and the other one being Motor. If Yaakov was Ma'anes, two random girls, not sisters, then you could have a case where the zika is mutter to one and usher to the other brother, but Achaisa is not going to apply. These two girls were not sisters. That's why Rebbe said, there's no way we could add imo, and usas aviv, into our mishnah as the 16th girl. The third answer why Rebbe was so exclamatory is brought by Rav Ashi, who says that really, Rebbe does not agree with these klalim, and he's going in the machloikas. Why was he so upset about the whole, uh, why do you yell at Levi? It looks like you don't have a a brain in your head. He says, you know, we have a case on your gimbal, the next Mishnah, that says there are six Arias, which are more Chomer than the 15 listed in our Mishnah. Their Tsars are going to be Mutter. The three cases listed here are Imoi, Aishas Aviv, and Achos Aviv. Now, what's the case of Imoi? Now, it can't just be that his father married her, that's isha Aviv. Al-Mai, we're talking about a case of Anusas Aviv. And we learned that they can marry other people. They can't marry the brothers. This is all Kafir of Yehuda who says that Anusas Oviv is Usir. That's why we didn't learn that case in our Mishnah. Now Ravina tells Ravashi, according to Yehuda, Bidi Evet, if someone was Oiver and lived with Anusas Oviv, and then she falls to yibum to her son, that would be a lot of not courage. Bidiyeved, we would have a case like this. Lumar says we're not looking for Bidiyeved cases to put entire our Mishnah. We want the Khatrila Diga cases. Naravashi tells her of Kahana, let's say we are saying hypothetical cases. Bidieved cases. We have a case. If Yaakov was Ma'ane's his daughter-in-law, and then she has a son from that relation, then her husband Ruvain dies, which is Yaakov's son, and he didn't have any kids. Now she's going to fall to Yibam, to her son, which is also her husband's brother. Because Yaakov slept with his daughter-in-law, so his grandson and son are brothers. Now if she's Aser, since she's Aser to her son, the all the other terrorists should also be Aser. This could be a Bediyevit case in a Mishnah. Why not add this in? Well, we're only putting in cases of a mutter sister, not an, a sister through an isser. At the end of the day, the Gemara tells us that even though Levi was shut down by Rebbe and said, don't put in, you know, the 16th case does not fit. When he went through his Mishnayos and was Masader and categorized it, he did list this 16th imo'ya in our Mishnah. It's not a mechlikism in halakha, it's a in whether it belongs categorized in our Mishnah. Next, Rish Lakish asks Rabbi Yei-Khanan, according to Levi, if you're going to say Bediyevet cases, why don't we have a case where a person does chalitza and then is me-kadesh her and dies? So he dies without having kids. She's up for yibum. Since she is usher, all the other tzareis should also be aser. Does that make an entire mishnah? She has the din of a kareis. Once one of the brothers does chalitza, all the other brothers are chayiv kares on her, so her tsar should also be asher. She should pat to the taurus. He says no. They still want to make an entire Mishnah because this is not a case of taurus Tzara. The gemara asks, why don't we say it's chayiv laven, chayiv laven, are chalitza and yibum? He was talking lidvarav in the other tzad. He said, according to me, they're chayiv laven and chayiv laven are bnei chalitza and yibum. But according to you, who are holding that chayev kares. the only reason why we're not going to list this in our Bishnah is because it, she lacks the heter of Sara tzara. Next, we learn that if someone does chalitza to the girl who he's zokuktu to, and then he's mekadesher, Lakish here says he's not chayev on the chalitza, on on her, but the brothers are going to be chayev on her kares. Everyone's going to be chayev kareis on her tzareis. Rabbi however, disagrees and says both the brother who marries the, the Chalutza and the other brothers are not chayav Kharis on her. They're only chayav Kharis on her Tsaris. Now, why does Rish Lakish say that there's a chayav Kharis on their new sister-in-law, who used to be the Chalutza, right? This guy marries his Chalutza after Chalitza. The other brothers are a Kharis because the pasuk says, once he, he gave up the chance of rebuilding his brother's home, his dead brother's home, he is no longer allowed, no one's allowed to rebuild that home. And there's an el of kares on her. Rishlakash learns that he is not allowed to rebuild the home. But the brothers, Gabe the brothers, she returns to the state of, of the Iser of Ashes Ach. Now she only has the Iser of Loyivne, the Tsarais, remain with the Iser Kharis he says, could it be that every every one of the brothers had the option of doing chalitza with this girl, and now there's going to be a chi of Kareis. Rather, this one brother who did chalitza with her was their shliach. Rabbi explains that she, she, he, he is the shliach for the result, not the shliach for the action, and she is the shliach for her tsaros. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.